What's going on everyone? Jason Frosto for TennisUnleashed.net and welcome to this episode of The Breaking Point. Today we're getting into Holger Runa's back injury that has plagued him for at least a few months now and we're also going to dive deep into Simona Halep's four-year ban for doping. If you want to see more about my thoughts on these two topics, stay tuned. It's coming up next. All right, so let's start with the back injury that's been plaguing Holger Runa apparently for about two months. He made a nice run at Wimbledon right getting to the quarterfinals before bowing out there to Carlos Alcaraz. And then after that, he took a little bit of time away, citing a little bit of a back injury. He also retired from his first round match in Cincinnati against Mackenzie McDonald, also citing injury there. And then he had a very poor performance at the U.S. Open, bowing out on a slow court in the first round. Nobody really knew 100% for sure how serious this potential injury was, but there were obviously rumors circulating leading up to the U.S. Open that he had a bit of a back injury. Now, these injuries can vary player to player. Sometimes things are very serious, or it could be something that's pretty minor. Most players are playing on tour with some level of injury. I don't think that most fans understand this, but these players are playing basically year-round with different little things like pulls and strains and micro tears across their body for the most part, and a lot of players are doing things like taking anti-inflammatories to try to play through the pain, especially when there's big events on the tour and they don't want to give up big prize money, possible appearance fees for this event in addition to that prize money, and then also ranking points that are associated with sponsorships and other things like that. So Runa bowed out in the first round of the U.S. Open. I didn't expect him to lose even if he did have what I thought might be a minor injury at the time, but he tweeted out on September 17th, as I'm in treatment with my back, it's not possible for me to play Laver Cup next week. I would have loved to join the fight to get the trophy back for Europe, and I will support my teammates from a distance, Team Europe, Laver Cup. Also, after that big U.S. Open loss, he parted ways with Patrick Mortoglu, who he has worked with off and on for quite a while now, and had reached a career high of number four in the world under his tutelage. And then his mom posted about his retirement in the Davis Cup due to physical problems saying, every time he pushes to serve, he is in pain. We tried ibuprofen, but it didn't help. Now he needs an injection to manage this inflammation that has arisen and continues to bother him. Holger's had to deal with this physical problem for a few months now and is forced to withdraw or suffer sensational defeats in the first round. In Paris, things got worse, and now the consequences is a disc protrusion, which really causes him a lot of pain. But everyone agrees that this problem will not affect his career long term. According to Holger, he can't get the same amount of speed on his serve, and that's affecting his ability to get free points, so he's sort of forced into longer rallies at this point because he's not getting the free points on his serve that he's used to by hitting bigger serves that don't come back in the court. So as we get near the end of September, right, he is scheduled to appear at the China Open September 28th. And that event, my guess is he's getting a sizable appearance fee, probably just to appear and play in that event. It's probably not something he wants to miss out appearance fees wise on the backhand to pad that pocketbook a little bit. And can you really blame him? So he also said he was going to be undergoing a scan on Monday and that he will not be returning back to the tour until he feels 100% physically. So that's a good thing is, He's not going to come back until he feels 100%. Again, most of these players are constantly dealing with small niggling injuries throughout the course of the year. Sometimes things become more serious and they have to take some time away. In his case, as a 20-year-old, right career high ranking of number four in the world, I think he's really shooting for number one and I think he truly believes 
He can compete with Carlos Alcaraz, and he's got a great head-to-head against Novak Djokovic. I think he wants more shots at Djokovic as well in big events, but he wants to be completely healthy to do that. So don't fear Holgaruna fans. I think he's going to be back pretty soon and playing better tennis than ever. It'll be interesting to see how he's playing right, though, parting ways with Patrick. They're no longer working together anymore, so it'll be interesting as well to see if he changes the technique on his serve. I do think technically he could be a little bit more sound in his serve and take some pressure off of that pinched nerve in that L5 area. All right, on to the next big news story. Simona Halep has been out for almost a year now off the tour after having failed two separate doping tests from the WTA Tour. Now, she claims she's completely innocent, but the question really is, is she and will she be able to get back on the tour before a four-year suspension is served? The first charge against Holop's record, right, is failing a test for the blood-boosting substance Roxadustat. Halep had her hearing pushed back a number of times before a second charge was brought against her for irregularities in her athlete biological passport. So those two separate infractions get her a four-year ban from the WTA Tour. She would not be allowed to compete again until October of 2026. And at that point, you've missed a significant time from the Tour, which would probably end your career at that point. Now, am I going to say that I think Simona Halep is doping and guilty of these charges? I'm not going to assume she's guilty one way or the other. I think everyone has the right to appeal these situations. Things can happen. Things can be cross-contaminated. But we'd also be absolutely foolish to think that players are not taking things to help improve their performance. That doesn't mean Holop's taking things, but we know that Lance Armstrong certainly took things and swapped blood out and did all sorts of crazy things to perform better for the Tour de France. When there is a ton of money on the line, people will do sometimes whatever it takes to make sure that they're able to live a very carefree lifestyle in the future knowing they're going to get better endorsement deals and a lot more money if their ranking is much better. That makes them much more marketable. So I don't want to say that I think that Holop is guilty in this situation, but when there are a lot of things on the line, money being one of the biggest things that these players play for, and a comfortable retirement, sometimes people will go further than you might think they'll go. That doesn't mean I think she's personally guilty, but other athletes in other sports have certainly been busted for taking performance-enhancing drugs, whether that's things that help your endurance or your strength, just different things that help you perform a little bit better. And if it wasn't bad enough that Simona's dealing with a four-year ban that's been upheld to this point, that she's probably going to continue to appeal, apparently Serena Williams decided it was time to take a shot at Simona a little bit and tweeted out, eight is a better number. Now, if you're wondering what eight is a better number means, when Holop faced Serena in the 2019 Wimbledon final, Serena had accumulated seven Wimbledon titles to that point. And had she beaten Holop in that 2019 final, that would have been number eight. So it appears that Serena might have been taking a little bit of a dig at Simona with that eight would have been better tweet. And if we'll truly know or not, if Serena was taking a shot at Simona, it appears her husband, Alexis Ohanian, might have also taken a little bit of a discreet jab at Holop tweeting out a photo of himself wearing a t-shirt that read, keeping kids off drugs. He also wore this t-shirt when Williams played Maria Sharapova in 2019, which caused a pretty big stir at the time with the Russian banned for 15 months after she failed a drug test in 2016. And to top that off, Ohanian accompanied the picture with the caption, some fashion is timeless. Serena commented back to that, 
seriously not out of style. And if Serena had won that 2019 Wimbledon final against Halep, she would have equaled Margaret Court's all-time record at that time of 24 Grand Slam titles. So apparently some of the former players and current players aren't playing as nice as they should be on tour, but hey, makes for interesting news, right? So with Holger Runa's back injury and Simona Halep's ban being upheld to this point with another appeal on the way, we've had some pretty crazy news on the ATP and WTA tours to this point. If you want to see more episodes like this of The Breaking Point, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Also drop comments and leave your questions below. I'm Jason Frosto for TennisUnleashed.net. I'll see you next time.